Athletic Brewing. I cracked open an Upside Dawn Golden Athletic Brew. And let me say this. No matter what you're looking for in a great non-alcoholic beer, the answer is always athletic. Great flavor? It's athletic. Award-winning styles? It's athletic. Huge variety? It's athletic. Fit for all times. That's a registered trademark, guys. Enjoy them anytime, anywhere, without ever slowing down your summer. Beach days, music festivals, swim meets, camping, late nights, early mornings, literally wherever summer takes you. And here's the best part to me, zero hangovers the next day. Mm -hmm. This summer, ask for the only non-alcoholic beer or brew you need to know, Athletic. Head to askforathletic.com to find it near you and use code TA2024 to get 15% off your first online order. That's code TA2024 at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company. Fit for all times. How do I sound now? I sound okay? Would you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Okay, here we go. And it's another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic MBA Show. David Aldrich here in D.C. In the Bay, Marcus Thompson and our guest this week, the esteemed reporter and columnist from the Boston Globe, covers the Celtics better than anybody, our guy Gary Washburn. What up, G. Wash? What up, fellas? How you doing, man? This is great. Great to be here. Gee, Wash it used to be my OG. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Way back also, where? the esteemed co-author of the Spencer Haywood Rule with our guy, Mark Spears. Great book about Spencer Haywood's journey and how he became a real trendsetter and trailblazer in the NBA game. By all means, get that probably in paperback now, right, uh, right G. Wash? Yeah, yeah. Still hardback too, but yeah. Amazon. You know what's funny? I don't, does anybody even do they even buy paperbacks anymore? Do people even do that? I don't even I don't know if people do so. that. Now it's audio. Like now it's, it's an audio thing. So Oh, by the way, who did did you do an audio book? We did not do an audio book. We're working on that. I wonder yeah. who you could get to who who would you want to read the audio book if it's not you or Spears? I don't know. Maybe Spencer or you know, we all have like James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman, right, right. you know, uh, <laughs> right, you know, right. People with the great voices. I don't know, right, right. Question. Denzel, yeah, Fishburne. Yeah. yeah, they got no, they got they got plenty of free time, right? Right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe Morton, Joe Mort, uh, a book on MLK I'm reading right now or listening to. Joe Morton does the. Uh, oh, does he really? Oh, that's yeah, great. so. Yeah, like we'll find somebody with a cool voice, you know. Yeah, Wendell Pierce would be great too. Oh man, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. he'd be great. Yeah, I love that guy. I can't even believe he he like follows me on Twitter. I'm like, damn, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's like a big deal to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's impressive. I wanted to go. Wow. Up, this is a, I think it's the last week he's doing Death of a Salesman up in Broadway. I really wanted to go see him while he was doing it, but uh, I probably won't make it. Probably not. But uh, but gee, let's talk about your Celtics back on top in the East now after that inexplicable little, well, maybe it is explicable, little, little bounce. It happens in the season, little lulls and whatnot. Um, but they got, the big thing is that, uh, what's the, Robert Williams is starting again, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I know he's going to be, he's going to be in a pitch count basically the whole regular season, right? Yeah. 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 They don't, obviously 
as much as getting number one seed would be important to them in home court throughout the playoffs, they want to make sure that Robert Williams is healthy throughout the playoffs. You know, who knows what would have happened if they would have had a healthy Williams in yeah. the finals. Um, I don't know if they win the series, obviously maybe go seven or do they sneak that game, um, that, that kind of pivotal game four that, that yeah, kind of changed right. the series. Um, but as we all know, they know that he's not a durable kind of guy. He's not a guy who will play through injuries. He just, he just happens. He's, he has a propensity to get hurt. So yeah. you want to keep him on essentially bubble wrap until the playoffs, play him 22, 24 minutes a game uh, and hope that you can kind of grab that number one seed. It's fascinating to me that they are not dependent is the wrong word. Cause they obviously won a lot of games without him. But they are so different with him. Is that because they're just so big with him and Horford up front and Tatum? Yeah, and they don't just they don't have that rim protector other than than him. Like he is the yeah. guy that just you know shoes away uh, guys trying to drive to the paint. They make right. they make different decisions when he's in the paint as opposed to when it's Horford. I just think he has that presence and he brings something they hadn't had for years. I mean, you could probably bring up. And I don't want to compare him to Kevin Garnett, but just that guy who was like, "Oh no, 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 not here!" Like, right? You know, take that, yeah, take that mid range, okay? Yeah, you're right. Not, you're not getting any further, um, right? And I think that that's what they've missed. They missed that during those times that they they were facing the Cavs in, in the playoffs with LeBron right. and they, in the bubble. They just never had that like rim protector and Robert Williams. You know, like you know, he had a slow start to his career and 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 kind of. It was kind of a question whether he was going to be a productive NBA player, but once it kind of clicked in uh, that he could be a, a, a defender who could kind of impactful defender, uh, one of the best probably uh, big man defenders in the league, it changed everything for the Celtics. There, it's funny to me because there's guys in the league that are gettable that do that very thing, right? Like. Clint Capella comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Daniel Gafford down here in D.C. There's guys yeah. that do that that you could probably get for relatively inexpensively. You know, like you don't have to pay mm -hmm. them a ton of money. And I know they've tried, right? They've gone through a bunch of guys that they've cycled in and out. Yeah. I just wonder why they have had so much trouble. Because Al was always kind of an opportunistic rim protector. Like he would do yeah. it in a key moment. But he was never that guy, to your point, that would like for 40 minutes make people think twice about coming down the lane. I just wonder why they haven't been successful in getting that guy to play with Robert so that they don't depend on Robert so much. Yeah, that was interesting. They, I, mean, I, I know a few years ago they tried to make a bid uh, for JaVale McGee. You know, yeah, somebody another like, yeah. One of those, Another yeah, one of those exactly. guys who can impact the game and has yeah, gotten yeah. a lot smarter and more savvy and intelligent over yeah. his career. And I mean, let's be honest, David. I mean, you were there when he got there. I don't think any of us would have guessed he'd be 13. <laughs> he's had the most he's league. had the most <laughs> unexpectedly good career <laughs> in yes. modern NBA history. Three titles. <laughs> like I don't think anyone would have expected he'd be 13 years in and yeah. still on a roster. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think um they've they've tried, but they just haven't. And this team is also hasn't spent a lot of money in that position. I mean, they got yeah. Horford, they got Hayward. Um you know, they developed Tatum and Brown, you know, the, the Kyrie time. They really never said, okay, here's 60 million. Let's go get a big, you know, yeah. and, and teams like the Wizards, when they kind of, you know, discover guys like Gafford, 
Um, it kind of, you know, it's like a circumstance, you know, like uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think the I don't think the Wizards, when they made that trade with the Bulls, was like Gafford's the guy we want. I mean, oh, I no, think, not yeah. the guy, but just to supplement, you yes. know, if you know, and he Robert Williams kind of game changer. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that they drafted Williams for that purpose because he was kind of a, a guy who could jump out the gym at Texas A&M. Yeah. But it's taken him a while to develop. And, you know, physically, I don't think he was ready for the league as a lot of guys are when they come right. into the NBA physically, they're just not ready for the pounding of 82 games or even yeah. 70 games. Um, so I think, you know, obviously they signed him to a very um, valuable in market, like a, you know, worthy extension that saves right. them money. They don't have to worry about him for a minute. So yeah. I, yeah, he just is a game changer for them. And I think that they're pleasantly surprised as a 27th pick that he turned into this guy. No question. No question. Um, now they brought, I know they brought, brought Blake Griffin in, but is that just, I mean, is he play any meaningful role that you see going forward? Yeah, he's more of a leader off, off the floor. You know, they, God, it just seems like yesterday he was jumping over kids, right? Exactly. Um, he just does his, his left leg. Like he kind of walks. I mean, he, he is in amazing shape. Like that right. dude is still a very imposing looking guy. It's just yeah. those legs, have just, just taken gone. such a beating yeah. that he can give yeah. you 20 minutes here and there, um, give you a, a flash of five minutes, but to play him 30, I think he played 31 time this year. Um, he's just kind of like a spot guy. And yeah, yeah. I think he's okay with that. I think he likes, obviously still likes playing. He likes being in the NBA. He has a chance to win a championship. He's never, yeah, that hasn't happened for him. So, yeah, I think when they, they, they got Blake, they understood, like, this is not going to be a guy that will play, let's say, 15 to 20 minutes a game or 18 minutes a game as a backup yeah. center. It's going to be spot here and there. And it's kind of sad. And, and, I, and I said, I like Blake. I've gotten to know him. Like, he's just – you can see that little limp. You know, you see – Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. As David, we've seen, and Marcus, guys who retire – and you know and they and they got a little gimp in their step. None of them walk right. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you kind of see that from Blake. Right. Like there's, you know, uh, he's just that that left leg isn't quite right. It's it's weird to see a guy like who used to jump that high, like under the basket pump faking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you just don't see me like. Retirement is right. You know when you start pump faking. You know what Chris Weber said when he. When it was over, he he was pump faking and whatever. That's, how, that's the only way you get a shot up. So, yeah, and, and this is guys that came into the league and not that long, you know, 2009. With Steph. With Steph Curry, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, Blake was in Steph's class. And, you know, it, it's 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 hard. You see the toll that, that these guys, you know, accept and take and that that it's going to affect the rest of their lives physically. But I said it's. I think it, they like having Blake around. He is really bonded. He's a leader. And the one thing that I think that we we've learned that humility is a big deal because even a decade ago, when we we're all covering the league, there were 35, 36 year olds on rosters. Yes. They were guys yes. who were pros. Now, the league has said, um, unless you're going to be a real good leader, yeah, we'll yeah. just we'll, we'll we'll take a G League kid. Right, right, and right. Put right, him right. in your spot. So the old heads are kind of gone. What did Bernie yeah, Mac yeah. say when Bernie Mac said, What's big mom? How, how old's big mama now? 39? You know, um, 
I don't remember that. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, big mama, 39, 38. <laughs> so, you know, your old head now is like 30. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. Your yeah. old head has been out of college for for nine years. Like, right, there are no right, more right. Tyrone Corbins or no more no. Robert Perry. Yeah. Like, just so I think when you're Blake and you had that humility to want to play like Vince Carter gained that humility. Like, yes, man, yes. Like right, I can right, still right. play, probably play more minutes, but you know what? I want to stick around. You have that mentality. Teams will want to keep you around. But if you've got that, Oh, I need to be starting over him, him and him. And you're 34. Uh, yeah, the league yeah, will yeah. usher you out. Yeah. Yes. That, Jamal Crawford talked a lot about that in his last years. He's like, man, I could, you know, he'd be great in a locker room, right? He'd be yeah. incredible. Yes, yes. But he could he couldn't get a shot. Uh gee, I wanted to ask you, there was a stretch there starting with uh the loss to the Warriors, where the Celtics looked like completely inept. And it was like, yo, what <laughs> what the hell is happening? Right? Like uh yeah. they clearly fixed it. So in hindsight, what the hell was happening with them? <laughs> I think, well, the first 25 games, they were making every damn shot. I mean, they were like the Globetrotters out there. <laughs> then the Warriors put it on them defensively. Tatum got frustrated. Then shots stopped falling. And they had to learn how to win when shots aren't falling. They beat the Bulls on Monday and shot. 11 for 41 from three. Like, that's the you got to win those games with good teams. You're like, they're great when the three is falling. I mean, they're damn near unbeatable, but the threes stopped falling. Guys all went to a collective slump and they had to figure out how to win when those things weren't happening. And then they and then they struggle against teams that are big. Orlando, they lost back to back at home. Orlando's a big ass team. I mean, you talking about like Van huge, Fero. bro. Like, yes. You've seen yes. them. The Wagner. Yeah, There's some cornbread yes. dudes on that yeah, team. Right. <laughs> Wendell Carter, Bo, Bo, like, you know, right. Bamba. Right. Waves. Yeah. They keep throwing them. Yeah, yeah. They got like seven guys that are like 6'11 and up. Like Jalen so, Suggs is their little guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the, the Celtics ran into them, and them dudes was like, oh, we just going to pound the paint. And there was no Robert Williams. So there are very few of them, little of them. So, like, they had to learn how to win in different ways. And I think. Missoula has, you know, tried to, he has preached patience that this was going to happen. Um, so they were able to get out of that. They were able to learn how to win games a tough way. Their defense improved throughout December, even though their offense stagnated. So they have figured out ways to win games. And as you see, like the Christmas Day game against Milwaukee, when they shot 58%, like they, you know, they scored 140 on. That the was like crazy, but bro. That's great. And that's what happened the first 25 games. But this team has is, is got to learn, and they are learning, to win when the sh- with defense and points in the paint, et cetera, without the three. It's funny to me because they they it's almost they shoot almost forty I mean I think almost forty eight percent of their field goal attempts are threes. So I mean there's that's their thing, right? Like they are not and and Al Horford doesn't even attempt any twos anymore. He's no. like it's all three or nothing. He's a reluctant post score. He's like okay, like you you know you got to be, uh, you know Muggsy Bogues going up against him and then and see them him right. see this match and then be like okay right. I guess I can shoot over you like he is reluctant in terms of and he can he's got the little jump hook that he learned in right. Atlanta he can score at the rim he'll do yeah. it. 
but he's right. more of a three point shooter. Hey man, he's shooting forty three percent. Yeah, right, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I get he it. But learned. I, that is extended Al's career. Al was not a three point shooter. In it. No, he was not. He so sure wasn't. He got to Boston and learned how to shoot from the perimeter, and probably extended his career five years or whatever. Right. So yeah, like they they like the the good thing for them is Tatum and Brown have gotten better, especially Tatum at attacking the rim. Tatum yeah. has learned. I can take this contested three, it looks pretty, or I can go to the free throw line, and now he's getting calls that he didn't get a couple years ago. So he's 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 doing well getting to the line, and he's figured out ways that he should have used in the finals against Wiggins, uh, but Wiggins had him on lockdown, um, to get to the rim and get to the free throw line. And I think that's what's helped their offense too. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Obviously, Tatum... Like has been incredible, right? And he's, you know, favorite one of the top candidates for MVP. How 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 is Jalen Brown handling all this? I mean, he's playing incredibly. He's not shooting his three, and he's up to a career high in points. Like he's efficient from the field. Like I mean, he's playing incredibly, and nobody cares. Like <laughs> how how is that landing, especially for a guy who uh, might have a a choice to where he plays in the future. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to decide. I mean, he's coming up and then Tatum's coming up. And it was funny when Tatum signed an extension, the five-year, like, 195, like, it was, I think the final year was $37 million, And it was like, well, that's a lot of money. Like, And it was like, what, two years ago? Now, <laughs> right. $37 million ain't so much, right? When dudes is making 50 and Dane yeah, making that's, 60. That's a minimum wage. Yeah, so <laughs> so Jason is, like, laughing at them. Like, you think, like, I ain't opting in, bro. Like, you know, so Jason's about to get the the, the, the super-duper max. The, the full bill, as we call it here. Yeah, in DC. yeah the bill. He's getting the bill. He's getting the bill deal. And so, but, ta- but Jalen Brown is coming up, too. And the good thing about it's always been good with those two is they get along. Okay. Yeah. And they're different cats. And I think us being, you know, uh, older, assume that all these young dudes all listen to Drake. 
They all got Instagram. They all like they're all the same. Nah, Jalen yeah. is seventy four years old. Yeah, Jalen. Yeah, yes. Jalen's an old. Yes. Jalen is an old soul, yeah. right? Yes. They yes. are different cats. Jason's a dad. Jalen, you know, Jalen traveling Africa. Jason just goes to St. Louis, like. But they get along and they have a very healthy respect for each other. And I think that that's the one thing. I don't think there's like a jealous. Do I think Jalen looks at Jason and be like? I want to be that too, of course. But I don't think he's jealous of Jason like, man, that dude ain't as good as me. Like, you know, I don't think that's what goes on here. I think that they compete and I think it's a healthy competition and I think they get along and I think they look up and I think what helps is the tradition of the franchise. When Perk comes back, when Garnett comes yeah. back, when Pierce comes back. And Eddie those, House. Eddie and Eddie House. <laughs> and, uh they look at Greatest the interview ever. Yeah, Eddie's great. They look, that's your that's your Hayward zone. Yes, that's that's what I'm talking about. Hayward. You know how we do it, Bay. Oh no, East Bay zone, Eddie House. So when those numbers are raised in the rafters and those guys come back, like they look to Taylor and Brown, like okay, so when you gonna, when you gonna put up number eighteen? They feel kind of a collective like. Damn, we want to be part of that tradition. We and it sounds corny, and for some yes. young and for some young players, it's like, man, where my where my papers at? I don't care about no tradition. <laughs> but for them, I think so many dudes come back, and especially no offense, black players come back to Boston Ooh. and Ooh, look yes. at them and be like, this is a great place to play. It's a great place to be a retired. You'll never have to buy a beer in town. You'll never have to do like you will be revered. And I think those dudes say that, see that and say, we need to make that happen for us. And secondly, we need each other to make that happen. So they yeah. realize the importance of each other. I don't think Tatum says, man, I can win this thing without Jalen. I don't think that happens. I think I both, of them, both of them realize <laughs> they need each other. So I think Jalen, yeah. does he want what Tatum has? Yeah, I'll take him on a million commercials and all that ruffles. I don't think Jalen's off for the, for the marketing. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but I think Jalen feels like I can be a top five player too. But there's also yeah. holes in his game: the ball handling at times, the free throw shooting, some of the turnovers. So Jalen knows that he's not a perfect player, but I think that they push each other, but in a positive way. It just feels like it could be like a. It, more of a like a you know there's Katie and Kyrie there's Steph right. and Clay but it's yeah. like feels like it's all Jason. Well, this is like to me this is like Stockton and Malone because everybody thought Stockton and Malone were all tight and shit off the court and they weren't like they just weren't like, yeah. you know they 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 loved each other as players but they didn't hang out and go vacation yeah. with each other's families you know I what think I mean they're like, cool I think Jason they're cool, cool but yeah exactly but they're true but they're different dudes yeah. but they understand but they love they love the game i think they like their environment and i think jason i, I mean jalen come when jalen comes up because he comes up a year before jason you know yeah. he's gonna want to get built he won't get the bill deal too so yeah. do you pay yeah. two guys the bill deal i you know you obviously are. you obviously give it to jason it's going to be the three of us playing with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be the main Celtics out there. The, you know what I'm saying? But look, I want to get. I want to get back to the. I want to get back to the thing you you mentioned because I think it's very important. This is why I think KG's legacy is so important to the Celtics' legacy because KG could have gone there and said, 
This shit is whack, man. I ain't talking about no Celtic pride. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, this is bullshit. I ain't doing that. I ain't, I'm not feeling it. I don't care about it. I don't care about the mystique or the leprechauns. And, and he bought all the way in. <laughs> he went all the way in on it. And all due respect to Ray Allen and to a certain extent, even Paul Pierce. But if KG has said, I ain't about that. Totally. It would have stopped in its tracks. <laughs> it would have exactly. been over. You changed the culture. And I just think franchise. that's so important. Yeah. It made Boston a place where black players felt comfortable. They thought of D Brown getting stopped in right. Cambridge and Hassel. They thought of just the culture of like Larry, you know, it's it's a it's a white city and they only yeah. gonna support white players, but that's not the case. What I've seen, I'm from Los Angeles. Marcus, I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. I'm a, I grew up a Lakers fan. I grew up five minutes from the forum. So I came to Boston like, okay, what's up? Well, who, who got yeah, beat? Yeah. You know, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, came, I came here expecting some static. And what I've seen is the players have been treated well. They enjoy yeah. playing here. They enjoy the environment and they enjoy the support. And I think, like you said, David, Kevin Garnett was the ring leader of that kind of like they, and they have learned it. Cause remember Paul got off to a rough start and the, the right. team had lost 18 in a row before um, KG and Ray got there and they're thinking of firing doc and they're going to fire doc. They're going to trade Paul. Paul, Paul asked for dinner, <laughs> asked for a right. trade. Like they was going to yeah. blow it all up. And they would, cause they remember their future was Gerald green and Al Jefferson and Young Perk, and that was supposed to be in Sebastian Telfair. And that was like, the big three. That, no was, big that three. was supposed to be their future. And that, they were like, okay, we got to make a little uh, pivot here from that. So I think you're right. Garnett set the tone for that. And now when he comes back, when Pierce comes back, court sitting courtside, and, you know, like the dudes are like, this must be something about this place that – Makes play, you know, Eddie House is our friend Eddie House and Perk. Like they are, they affiliate themselves. I mean, House play with a couple of other teams. Perk finished his career in Cleveland, but they assist, associate themselves, affiliate with themselves with the Celtics. You don't hear KG talking about playing with the Nets. You, no. you know, like, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You don't hear Paul about the you know that year he spent with the Nets. You know, and then he obviously the Clippers, he went to the yeah, Wizards yeah. and. You know, Clippers, yeah, 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 yeah Clippers. Yeah. You, they're Celtics, and I think that that has had a definite impact on the guys who have been here, like Jason and Jalen, and say they want to see their number retire. Like, who doesn't want to yeah. be get the get the Part love and get yeah. their flowers? Like, even right. I don't care where it is, you know, Charlotte, Minnesota, you know, wherever it is, they they want to see their number in the rafters too. Like, so yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's to me. it's hugely important, especially considering like the legacy of the Celtics is built on black players. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, but we you know, that, but, you know, but, but yeah. I mean, first first of all, what what team's legacy isn't built on black players? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody, every team in the league's legacy. I don't know about the Trailblazers, the Minneapolis Lakers. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but but you know, guys. I mean, people don't like people don't care about history. So even somebody like Bill Russell, who was revered and beloved, yeah. it would have been very easy for guys. 
<laughs> exactly. I'm exactly, just saying there's Marcus. a book about this, Gary Washburn. It's called <laughs> Dynasties. It goes over the, the history. Still history available on Amazon. <laughs> it would have been very easy for the young guys to walk away from that and say, yeah, we love Bill, but that was 60 years ago. We, yeah. You know, and I think KG's the bridge, man. He's the guy that said, yeah, you should care about this stuff. It's important. You know? Exactly. And especially you want to say you want the flowers, you want to be revered and it's important. And I think these guys see, I don't think they think of the end of their careers, but they do like, they do, you know, the whole generation now is getting their respect and don't hate on me. And, and, and yeah. they feel like they, they want to be, they want to get that retirement. They want to be, when they walk in and, and people just clap for him and when people, when Paul Pierce, they show him on the screen and everybody just goes nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they look at that. They notice that. I remember Kevin Durant telling me like, man, the Celtics, you know, do, do they do everything. And then everybody thought he was going to sign with Boston in 16 <laughs> and obviously it didn't happen. Uh, but he was like, man, they do things right around here in terms of they were tired, like how they treat their players, you know, whatever. I think, you know, he just, because he watched, the uh, when the Nets came back with KG and Pierce and played the Celtics and they did this whole standing O, they did a video and came, I was watching that game and man that was that was great you know and and I think players around the league noticed that hey, you know hey, I mean the dudes biggest like moment during the finals. One of the biggest moments during the final, the loudest that crowd got was when Eddie House was sitting courtside. They put him on the screen. He started going crazy. I was like, this is, this is Eddie House. Like, they were going nuts, bro. It was right, wild. Right. Like, Eddie House is a legend from Hayward. He is, Boston, he, right? I mean, he does TV now for the Celtics. Like, he, like yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like, once a Celtic, all, and, 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 you know, it sounds really corny. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But it, but it that's works. <laughs> it works. That's part of the mystique, man. I mean, it really it it still resonates with the young guys, which is amazing to me. Like amazing, not just it's really it's. I, I like the fact that they they feel Gino and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you could look. Yeah. You could easily that could easily be that is some BS. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but and, they, it, and they're all in on it. It's yeah, crazy. It isn't. And, and I mean, last night when like Tatum uh, made a, like uh, had like a breakaway dunk to seal it against the Bulls, the Bulls are giving, giving them real problems this year. Um, the Bulls, they don't want to see the Bulls in the first round, but, and then the crowd went nuts and Tatum's like, yeah, you know, like, and, uh, Darnell Mayberry, our friend from the Athletic, your friend from the Athletic, was like, "Man, they got went crazy," and it's like a Monday night game in January against the Bulls, who were nineteen and twenty-one. And I'm like, "Yeah, you get kind of used to that, but yeah, like the environment and and dudes that have been that are considered, you know, like real, 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 real bros, like Marcus Morris, Jay Crowder, like mm-hmm. dudes that are like." You don't want to see the dark alley, no, dudes that ain't into that stuff. Like, like actually playing in Boston. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dudes yeah, that are, yeah. that are NBA. I said, I said, like, NBA tough guys. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they they liked it here. So, I think that that's important to keep them together. Um, you know, for the for the long term future. But the Celtics, the man, ownership, like. Like you, you know, you look at the man. Like, y'all know that is y'all gonna have to be in Joe Lacob territory to keep this team together. Like y'all gonna have to be swimming in luxury taxes. Uh, that's what happens when you get two lottery picks in a row and you draft Tatum and Brown. Like 
You know, that's what Danny got you all them picks. Life in the big city, man. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. They're going to end that anyway on the next CBA because <laughs> jo- jo- Joe and them ain't letting that stand. They're going to be like, we need to do something about this luxury tax. You watch. <laughs> you think you so? Watch. Oh, you watch. <laughs> you watch. Up or down? What do you mean? Get rid of I- it? Something, something like oh man, no, there are too many teams, too many teams depending too many on teams that. Get that money. Yeah, but, but oh yeah, <laughs> oh, hell but, no, they, man. but they won't get that money if people don't start paying it. Like if if you got the whole league opting out of it, right? Well, I mean, if team, but that, but you know, your boy ain't gonna do that now. Your boy, your boy's got first of all, he got paid for that building. <laughs> yeah, but so, he gonna get some support yeah. from the Celtics, right? He gonna get some support yeah. from some of these teams who drafted a couple of these guys, and now you got to pay him. And it's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'll be a tax for drafting well. Like I don't know about that. They, yeah, look, yeah. this is what they do. They they create they a rule to protect themselves, and then it yeah. hurts them. And then they change the rule. Yeah, to something they'll that don't hurt them. They'll they'll put one player outside of the luxury tax. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll you'll something. be you'll yeah. have a designated franchise player who can make whatever, and will be counted outside of the luxury. They'll find something. Yeah. Like you said, they'll always they will always find something. Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfum a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. Hey, g Wash, does anybody ask about Ime and what's going on with that? (laughs) Man, oh, why, why you gotta just, bring up old stuff? It just disappeared. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is something that you have to like. It's it's the word email is not mentioned much anymore. The organization wants to move on, but it's hovering. What about Yudoka? He's still suspended, and uh, they still haven't resolved it, and they still haven't named Joe Mazzula permanent head coach. That's crazy. And everybody's trying to figure out what's it's wrong. It's like they don't want to get over it. Yeah, yeah just, get hire him. Like, just hire him, and then it's I done. Was, I'll just tell you, okay, so when it all went down, right, yeah. I got so many calls and texts about this guy. Like, like my year covering Udoka was fine. He was very polite. He was businesslike. He was yeah. not open and friendly he ain't doc rivers okay he's not that he's not that engaging guy that makes you feel like a million dollars when you talk to him like doc does and and some of these other coaches he was a all about business i did hear about some of the things off the floor not what he got suspended for but i did think you know like i'll just say this so um the local NABJ chapter in Boston was talking about, well, we should uh, invite Nia long and have like a evening with Ime and Nia, you know, because we all love uh, black love, right? Yeah. Um, no, we just all love Nia. Come yeah. On. <laughs> well. <laughs> that too. So um, 
I found it like I was like, no, because they're not together. They co-parent, right? Mm -hmm. And so I knew throughout the year, and and and, and I knew things. But as we guys, all, we've covered the league. There are coaches, executives that have nightlives, sure. right? Right. That uh, no, it's more than just the players. Okay. Yeah. There's there's people that work in management. There's people that whatever. Owners, coaches that get out, that do things, do their thing. Just don't, just don't get arrested. Yes, exactly. Just, that is not don't a get scoop. popped. That is not I a scoop. Don't. That's nothing yep. for me to report. That's not yep. for me anything for me to just be like, oh wow, that's let me write. No, because he's he's single. They're not married. So you hear about things, and um, that was all I heard. But once this all went down. I heard a lot more stuff that I could not yeah. report, rumors, right. things like that. And for me, I think the organization, we all were expecting more information to come out about something more, something worse, mm -hmm. but we haven't heard a word. The organization has seemingly <laughs> moved on. They like Joe Mazzula as coach. I'd be shocked if he wasn't named the permanent head coach considering they're 29 and 12, number one, and he's in his first damn year. Um, but this thing is still hovering. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? What's right. going to happen in the organization? I know that they have had some real discussions about how I think a lot of women in the organization did understandably did not feel protected during yeah. that time because, right. you know, Twitter started trying to figure out who the woman was. Right. And they Which picked a lot heinous. of the wrong women. Even for Twitter, it was heinous. Yeah, you it know. was terrible. Even, you know, picking the wrong woman, like you said, it, right. it was even for Twitter was bad. And I know they've had discussions about improving how women feel comfortable in the organization. But right. in terms of, like, email or what, no, like, no contact. The players don't talk about them. They did it first. They've just yeah. had to pivot. Everybody just had to move on. We have no... We hear things. I'm like, okay, well, is he allowed to go to a Celtic game? Is he allowed to go to an NBA game? Right. You know, has he signed something with the league or with the team that says, like, I, I will not attend a, any games? Or, as my man Vinny Goodwill said, is it going to be like five heartbeats where he shows up at the like Eddie Kane – I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm ready. To you want play. my spot, Flash? Yeah. yeah. How's it feel to be me, Joe Mazzula? How's it feel to be me? Yeah. So, I mean, who knows if that it, what the conditions are? This is so cloudy and obviously unprecedented. And the thing is interesting, guys, is the NBA has said, like the league has yeah. said, like that's y'all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our, our name is Paul. I'll blame the league for the, no. by the way for doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. I'll blame the league. The league is like, hey, he's under your contract. He is your coach. Yeah. If he agrees to the suspension, we got nothing now. Do I think the league called the Nets and said, um, it's been yeah, you six might weeks. Think about somebody else, dog. Yeah, you <laughs> might want to keep. You might want to. You might want to like give Jock Vaughn five more games and then think about reconsider yeah. your decision. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so far, nothing. Now, when June comes and this suspension is supposed to be 
concluded or some, made some type of decision. I expect yeah. that, or I expect things to come out over the next few months. But I do think Ime will coach again somewhere. I do oh, think. Oh, sure, 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 you know, sure. Now, yeah, absolutely, of course. Is he, is this a, a self-imposed exile? Like, is he kind of looking to the Celtics and say, let me out of this? Or is he saying, you know what? I need a year to be, you know, be with my yes. son, right. chill out in Portland or whatever. He, You know, I just need a year to stay out the spotlight, keep my name out of people's mouths for a while because now my yeah. reputation is soiled. So right. we really don't know that. Yeah, maybe he said, I'll take the year. Yeah, I think year. so. I maybe think, he did. Maybe he did. Getting, yeah. And he's getting paid. Like, he's not getting his full right. contract, but he's getting, I, I believe, well, so 50, about 50% of his deal. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, um, it, it's a it's an unprecedented situation. And I said, obviously, I think he'll coach again. I think he's a good coach. Do I think he needs to make some personal life adjustments and changes? Yes considering the stuff I heard and how just he got kind of filled with ego. He got, he got drunk with ego. Um, but I do think he'll get a second shot. Do you think he, um, well, okay, but that's, that's one side of it. But do you think, are they still evaluating Missoula? Why wouldn't they just say we're email situation is its own thing, but Joe Missoula is the permanent head coach now. Why would yeah, you just do that? I think. Oh, but, I mean, if they are, that's fine. I just, it just seems. I don't think they're evaluating anymore. I think from the first, but I also think contractually or some, I think there's something legal that's stopping them from that. Okay. Because they have avoided the issue. I asked Brad Stevens that like, when, well, we don't have any plans right now. We're good. Like, it's like, let things cool off some, but it's getting to a point where I think Joe goes to management and says, okay, I ain't putting in all this work. And then going back to being like an assistant next year. Like, right, right. I want like, you know, if not, I'm out. I'll shoot. With this year, if they go to the second round of the conference finals, David, as you know, Marcus, like he can go somewhere else and coach. I mean, some, some team will hire. There's a lot of shaky coaches in our league. So he'll he's marketable now. And he's 34 years old. I mean, he's only going to get better. It's like Will Hardy in Utah. I mean, he was on that staff last year, too, and let's see what he's done mm-hmm. with the Jazz. So I think they've got to make some type of commitment, and I'm sure privately they've probably said, Joe, it ain't going to happen right away, but let's just yeah. play this out. It's your – the one thing that Stevens told us was it's Joe's show, okay? Yeah. It's his show. So I'm not – Right. Coaching from I'm not I'm not playing Pat Riot or Eric Spolster or Stan Van Gundy in those days. I am not coaching from the general manager's box or, or upstairs. I'm not coaching. It's who he wants to play, how he wants to play, the style is all him. So I do think that's an indication he's he he will be the permanent coach. Gary, you, you watched the run to the finals, uh and it was harrowing before the finals, right? Like it was a lot of seven game series. And it's hard not to look at that and say, yo, that that took a toll, right? It, it, it definitely played a part. Obviously, Steph Curry was a huge part of it. But knowing they've gone through that, is there is it a concern now, the depth that they have? Uh, they're playing eight, nine guys, and nine is Blake Griffin, right? Some of these guys... You know, like Peyton Pritchard, like I feel like they've never they're never overcoming what happened in the finals when they couldn't play, right? Uh, how big of an issue is depth? Uh, do they have enough to sustain another 
like long run to a title yeah. again. Yeah, Marcus, I think one, I think Stevens will make another significant addition at the trade deadline. I think if you look at this this season, okay, there's no great NBA teams, right? Um, the West is up for grabs. The Warriors can right. win the West. The Lakers could be the fourth. Like you gonna stop you, disrespecting the different Nuggets, man? Man, I I like the Nuggets, but I just don't trust them. I don't trust them. Like I got, I got burned too much by the Denver Nuggets, man. They, you know, I, I got to turn my head around. What? Where? What? You know, like I gotta, I gotta count my money after I shake that, shake their hands. You know, like count, count my fingers in my hand because I don't trust the Nuggets. And as much as they seem to be playing very well, I saw them whip the Celtics last week like i just don't know right but the west is wide open the east yes. is wide open there's no great teams in the league this year if the celtics are the number one seed there is no you know usually there's a team that's you know Head 34 and, and seven the best record yes. is 20 the best record is 12 losses like it's a 58 win clip so if your best yeah. if no there could be no 60 win teams in the league this year i don't know when the last time that's happened so I think if you're the Celtics, and I think they think this is the year, okay, so we're going to do whatever it takes. If you're the Celtics, they go, they're saying to themselves, we're going to do whatever it takes to get over that hump. And that, if that's adding another wing player, another shooter, because that was supposed to be Danilo Gallinari, but he, now he's recovering from his ACL. Could he be back for the playoffs? I about that, yeah. Yeah, that, that could be a guy – who could be rent back for the second round. I mean, he's rehabbing, he's walking normally or whatever, but, you know, he tore it, I want to say, in late August. So and, Definitely so, the summertime, right? It yeah, was the summer. yeah. Because he was for, playing abroad, right? Yeah, for, Itali- for the Italian national team. Yeah. So they could add him in the postseason, but I think Brad Stevens says, I got to add another body to this to this team. And they got an open roster spot now. Um, you know, I've always thought that, over the last few weeks, they need another big. They need a beat. They need a. They don't have as Doc Rivers once told me. Every great team needs to have a crazy guy on it. They don't have a crazy guy. Like every great team got to uh, do the way ain't Marcus quite right. Smart. Yeah, but he sort of kind of gotten better. Rob Williams ain't crazy. He's, he's, he's good. Marcus he's is he's intimidating. Marcus is, Marcus is your crazy guy. I don't know yeah. if your crazy guy could be your point guard. Like, maybe it's in Houston. Part of the Mad, problem. It's part of the problem. Mad Max. <laughs> but they need a dude who just kind of, like, you know, there's been talk. Well, do you go after a guy like DeMarcus Cousins, who can just, mm. who can still play a little bit, has proven to be a decent locker room guy in Denver in his last couple stops. He's not yeah, going to disrupt. Yeah. You know, what do you do there? Do you just kind of wait that out? Um, do you need another wing? I thought they should have brought in Carmelo Anthony, but obviously everybody's left Carmelo alone. Unfortunately, I just don't think he can play. Like they've got to figure out how to fill that roster because I think what they learned from Golden State Markets, you know, is the Warriors like winning them in waves, and they didn't even play Kuminga or Moody, and barely played um, in, in, in Toscano. Like. They didn't play those. Those dudes could have played for the Celtics in the finals. The Warriors like said, yeah, like Damian Lee. Yeah, yeah. We ain't even gonna mess with our young dudes. We gonna keep them dudes. Right. You know, right. we gonna keep them dudes on ice for next year. We ain't even gonna. Nah, we good. We can beat you with Betulica and Gary Payton the second. We can beat you with right. and, 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 and out of order. order. Like yeah, we can beat yeah. you with them, and that's what happened. 
And I yeah. think the yeah. and I think the Celtics and I think what I've written in, in Brad seems like you can't have just dudes holding towels on your bench nowadays. Like you got to stay, you got to have guys that are not happy about not playing. You can't have three to four dudes that are kind of G leaguers. So I think they they let go of Noah Vonley for that reason. Like they need to get another dude. A dude is not going to maybe complain about playing time, you know, and not going to disrupt the locker room, but somebody who can contribute, compete, and bring yeah. that. Yeah. And, I would and, ask. And I, with a, with I a little ask. bit of crazy. With a, you got you got Sam Hauser's a crazy guy. Sam You know, where is Matt Barnes? Is the Matt Barnes? You got to have a little Matt crazy. Matt Barnes two point oh. I, yeah, I think yeah. Grant Williams wants to be that, but I don't think yeah, anybody's buying. Nice. It. Ain't nobody Grant's buying. Too it. Nice. He's too yeah. nice. Yeah, Grant's too nice of a kid. He's a great. He's got like a great smile, right? Yeah, he's got that crazy in him. Like I ask every every good team who we talk. You know, we talk to the people that cover the. Like, why? Why can't everybody like get Eric Gordon out of Houston? Like Eric Gordon, EG's a good dude. <laughs> EG can, can shoot. Like Eric is like, I'm getting paid. I'm putting buckets up. Like I lose with these cats. I'm good. Like how much does Eric Damn. win? Because Eric seems yeah. very cool being in Houston. That's the crazy part. That's crazy. Like he just me. like I'm sure all. The, I'm sure he walks in that locker room with Jalen Green and Kenyon Martin Jr. and just like. Like damn, it feels like he's ninety-two years old. You know what I'm you know saying? What I'm saying? Like, but EG can still help you, man. Make shots. Can. Like, can't. You know? I don't get it. Like Eric ain't requesting no deal. Eric be right, playing. Right. Eric, Eric, hey, we ten and forty-two. I'm good. Get hey, my man, twenty-five he get, minutes. He get thirty minutes, man. Yeah, yeah he play he averaging thirty. I feel minutes. bad for EG. EG is one of my guys, man. He just he just he's, chilling down there. Yeah, he's just chilling. Hey, man, man, we just got through talking about teams don't have that old head like he. Exactly. You know, and he can yeah, still play he, some. That's on, what, at 34 on that team, he's 42. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's God. 60 on that team. Man. Yeah, yeah as old as a coach. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, to me, yeah, I, that's one I don't get. You know, Would they be but, interested in bringing Jay back, you think? Crowder? Yeah, I mean, his contract is kind of was he makes $10 million, so they I think – Salary cap wise, they'd have to trade Gallinari, and then if you're gonna trade dude with a tournament, you got to give Phoenix something else. Something else, yeah. 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 So I don't know whether you deal you 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 trade him and Pritchard or something like. It's, right. I, what is Phoenix asking for? That's why I don't know. This, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think they're asking for a why ton. Why did they bring him back when Cam Johnson got hurt? What yeah. like why did they not? Well, he don't want to be there. I mean, he clearly doesn't want to be yeah, there. Yeah, like I don't so. understand. And I, 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 Jay was a great dude to cover. He was a mean, like he was that dude that liked to walk into the visiting arena and was like, he just, he just, yeah. like, he liked to be the bad guy. He liked, right? He, that's he what I'm saying. Like he, trip. he fit the, he, he filled a role for them. Yes, I think he could be a, a great addition. But Phoenix gonna want something back, and it's like that just hasn't been addressed. That's one. Like, right. That's like the Eric Gordon thing. Like, right? Like, y'all just right. gonna let this go? Like, you just go? Yeah. You know, that's crazy. And you're only paying them five, really. Now yeah. at this point in the season, you're yeah. paying them five, not ten. You know, so yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's you know, I said, but salary cap because I looked into that. Yeah, it would have to be like a Gallinari and then Pritchard or something like that. Right. Give Phoenix something, but you don't know. We don't know what the Suns want, what they need because they're all. I mean, God, half the team is hurt. Yeah. Um, and what they're looking for. Are they going to be, you know, I'm not saying they're going to throw in the towel in the season, but what are they going to do with the trade deadline? Because, you know, it's not good question. when your head coach don't talk to your starting center. Like, that's 
that's a kind of a, a bad sign that chemistry ain't quite right when no. Aiton and his no. head coach. No, I know it's it's bizarre, man. <laughs> it's bizarre. I mean, they it's they crazy. screwed they screwed Aiton on the contract. They didn't pay him his max. They wait the then they matched the pay, Pacers offer by by fifteen cents. And right. brought him back by they straight pay prices right with that dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> this your number one overall pick. I go one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, DeAndre. One dollar more. <laughs> like, come on, man. You can't That's do my great. man like that. That was some shrewd stuff right That's, there, man. I mean, they could though. That's, all. <laughs> That's restricted free agency, right? right? <laughs> one overall. Like that? What's that payback for y'all not taking Luca? Like, what is that for? You for, know, like, oh man, I don't crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. All right, G Wash man, it's been great, man. Appreciate you jumping in on this, man. This is always love the Celtic talk. Um, never a dull moment up there, man. Not never at all. Not at all. <laughs> y'all, y'all oh, worried about what? them Nets yet? They worried about them Nets yet? Uh, I don't think they're worried about. I, I mean, I think. Come on, guys, we're all waiting to. We're all waiting for Kyrie's next uh, extravaganza here. I think we're all waiting. Wait, what wait, wait. Now, what's going to happen in the world that makes Kyrie turn his head and go? You, you don't think he's done enough for this year? Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, something about to go down. Like we all know it, man. All right, wait, wait. wait. I gotta ask you one more thing. Ain't no, anybody asking Belichick? Yo, man, your your record without without twelve is pretty. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> it's pretty, sl- yeah, pretty it's shady. Bad. It's bad. Come on, man. It's bad. No, no offs again. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you know, naming your you know Bluto Brutowski as your offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, you talking about privilege? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, oh my God. You know, but they, yeah, that Matt Patricia crazy. ain't get fired yet. No, That's it's crazy. been two days since the season ended. He still got That's his crazy. job. Yeah, they got to make some changes up in up in. Boy, Lovey Smith did make sunrise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, <laughs> he fired him after his post game presser. He, he didn't even have his. He didn't even finish his post game meal yet. No, he won the game and cost him Bryce. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 Bryce Young. That's because yeah. yeah. he knew he was getting fired. He was like, "Yeah, he's like, I'm going out like you ain't getting no no more L's on my record." He's like, "Rocky, sue me for what?" Like, yeah. right. <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> I know this is my last NFL job. I'm going out with a dub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throw that flea flicker. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Get that, leave that five-star review for us on Spotify and Google Play, Apple, wherever you get this fine American podcast. Marcus. Marcus. Them folks can't leave five stars. What they need to do? Keep it to yourself, you haters. Haters. <laughs> We're out later.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.